Welcome to the True North Podcast, where we help you with your path forward. I'm Mark Davis, and I'm fortunate to be the Chief Operating Officer of a multi-billion dollar electric utility. I'm Frank Griffin, Dr. Frank Griffin. I'm a pastor. I'm by vocation. I'm a pastor, also a director of corporate responsibility of a Fortune 200 company. And together we form the True North. So we'd be remiss if we didn't introduce the third leg of the stool. Absolutely. And that is our fabulous producer, Whitney Gaines. That's right. Whitney, say something so they can hear your voice. Hello. <laughs> modest. Yes. Very modest. But good at what she does. Absolutely. Yeah. And we might talk about that as mm-hmm. well. Absolutely. So uh, as we talked about this edition of the podcast, mm-hmm. we wanted to discuss growth. The nature of my business, I get a lot of folks asking me about career advice and the season of life I'm in. They ask me about personal advice as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being a married father, grandfather of three now, they ask a lot of things that underneath what they're asking is they're looking to grow as an individual. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't know why, sometimes they don't know where, and oftentimes they don't know how. Mm-hmm. So in this session today, Frank and I talked about, mm-hmm. let's talk about growth. And you have a phrase you like to use for growth. I do. I do. That phrase is, why does the rich get richer? That could be a very provocative, controversial discussion. But there is a, a parable in the Bible that does a fabulous job of breaking this story down. So I just want to share it. And I'm going to be paraphrasing this story to make it more relevant for today. But it was a business owner. It was a business owner who was about ready to take an international trip, do some traveling. So this business owner called three of his employees, and he gave each one of those three employees a segment, a certain amount of business to be responsible for. Uh, Employee number one, he gave five segments of the business to be responsible for. Uh, employee number two, he gave two segments of business to be responsible for. And employee number one, he gave only one segment of business to be responsible for. So it's a very interesting story. But what's fascinating about this story is at that point, the story says something very profound. And it actually brings up point number one, Mark, that we want to talk about today. Right? The business owner, the story said that the business owner gave each employee according to the ability they had to handle the responsibility. Fascinating. That's a very normal and practical application of business. happens every day. It has to happen. And, and there's a saying that I like to use now is certain people with skills like that are part of the STP. Mm. Same three people. Mm. Same a lot of folks on the outside looking in wonder why they're not in. And I think as you continue on, we'll, 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 clarify we'll demonstrate that. exactly and clarify yeah. Yeah. why. And it's a saying that I've heard, and I find it to be true, busy people stay busy because the busy people get things done and you continue to use the same three people mm-hmm. over and over, right? Would um, you trust your business, that amount of business? To somebody you're a little iffy on? No. Somebody that was mediocre? No. I doubt it. No, no. So, yeah. Yeah. This, this parable, this story was very clear that the business owner was allocating responsibility according to their ability to handle the responsibility. 
right? So point number one that I want to, we want to emphasize is invest in yourself, right? You want to invest to improve your abilities, right? So you will be the person that people trust to give more responsibility to. People of power and influence will only invest into you according to your ability to handle that responsibility. So if you want the opportunity to handle more responsibility, the opportunity for growth, then you need to first invest in yourself. If I could add a little bit to that, Frank, one of the things that I see in folks that come to me for advice on interview prep, mm-hmm. they're high energy, you know, they're, they're after it. I mean, they're really go, go-getters. And what I find is the higher the person they're prepping with, in this case, somebody at my level, it would be they have the gift for gab, but they don't realize the farther you move up, the greater your BS detector. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's okay for us to use BS on a podcast, but we're using it. Um, so I can hear through mm-hmm. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy for me to ask a couple of questions mm-hmm. that will expose, expose, expose them. So what have you done? What have you accomplished? Right. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. It comes back pretty like, I was part of, I was part of, I was part of. Well, you could be one of... 18 people on a team. Right. Well, what was your impact? Your contribution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one example. Here's another one I find many people fail at. I'll ask them, who are you? Who are? Tell me who you are. And what do you think they do? The first thing they do is read their resume. I'll stop them and say, no, I read your resume. I can read. I want to know who you are. Mm. Because who you are will tend to give me an idea of can they participate and handle the responsibility that I would be hiring. Excellent. Excellent. So I that's, thought I'd throw that in there no, that's you're, you're breaking down. No, that's important. That's important. That, that brings up another point of character, right? Many times, you know, you can have a certain amount of ability, but if you don't have the character to handle that responsibility, right? It will end up in failure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and we can see this here. As this story goes on, which is a very profound story, the, the employee number one who had five segments of business, he did an outstanding job and he grew an additional five segments of business. Employee number two did likewise. He had two segments of business and he went ahead and grew his, his, the overall business by another two segments of business. Right? And the, the business owner understood this. That's why he gave them more responsibility. What's fascinating is that the one, he only gave one segment of business, which clearly the business owner didn't have as much confidence in, that employee did nothing with the business. He basically just sat on it and he returned to the employee, basically to the business owner, exactly what was given to him. So very interesting, very interesting. Then the story goes on and says something very profound. It says that the employee number three, you only have one segment of business, mm-hmm. right? The excuse he used for not growing the business was because he was afraid. Mm-hmm. He was afraid, right? Yeah. And so we hear that all the time about being afraid. Right? But we cannot be afraid. Point number two, this brings up point number two. Don't be afraid to use what you have. Mm-hmm. If you have the ability, if you have gifts, if you've invested in yourself, the next step is you have to be 
courageous enough to invest in using it. Get out of the boat, take a chance, uh, be risky, to, to believe in your capability, right? And I think about you, your life, right? right? If you didn't step out and leave, right, what was comfortable for you, you might not be in a C-suite position that you're in today. I, I'm confident that that's true. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. And as you went through each of the three employees, let me wrap a little mathematics around this. So we went from five to 10. Yep. That's multiplication yep. in my mind. Yep. Two to four, multiplication. Yep. Good. That's good. Now we're down to E. Yes, it is. Yep. One to one. Mm-hmm. That's arithmetic. My four-year-old can figure out one plus zero equals one. So what did he contribute? Zero. Nothing. What does that say about him? It doesn't say a lot about him. He right? brings nothing to the table. That's right. And That's Whitney right. and I have had discussions about mediocrity. Mm. And I shared with her That's good. about what mediocrity looks like and how dangerous it can be. Mm-hmm. And you find out in this, in this story, the individual lost even more. Mm-hmm. Because A, they were afraid, mm-hmm. and B, they were operating at a level of mediocrity. That's it. Do not let yourself be mediocre. Mm-hmm. How will you know if you're mediocre? When you had talked about this as well, if you find that the key assignments in your life, the choices you've made in your life, like your uh, business, this example, it might be a project you're working on, it could be a project at your church, it could be a project anywhere, it could be even your family. If you find Mm. that when you leave that effort, Mm. you left it better than you found it, that's a good indication you're not mediocre. That's right. And that's growth. That's right. And Whitney and I had this discussion. I keep referring to Whitney today. We added her to this team. Absolutely. And what happened? Mm -hmm. We went from the two of us talking to here we are. Yeah, that's right. We'll be another (laughs) level down the road. That's right. But if you left it up to us, we would have had a spot and still been talking. That's right. And uh, no, we moved on from there. So (laughs) I, I thought the mathematics Absolutely. Which makes sense to give an example of the multiplication versus the arithmetic. People of power influence are going to be looking for multiplication. It's business. They're, it's business. They're it's investing business. in you because they expect you to give a return on investment. Absolutely. Yeah. But not only people of power influence in a corporate standpoint, but even, you know, Mark and I, you and I were talking about families. Yes. Right? Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, you look at... Uh, I talk to a lot of young men, so mm-hmm. I'm around a lot of young men. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to them about a relationship. So they, you know, meet a young lady and they hit it off and they start a relationship. Mm-hmm. If she's doing well mm-hmm. before they get together, and you know where is obviously this where this is going, and she's doing the same after they get together, we're back to that same arithmetic. And I challenge them: What did you bring to the table? And as a young man, if you're not bringing anything to the table, uh, I don't want to say you're failing, but you fill in the blank. So that's one. So you also, as a father, as an example, is your family growing? Are you in the same place you were five years ago? Excellent. Have you thought anymore? Have your kids grown anymore? Have you put them in the best position you possibly could? Mm -hmm. If the answer to those is no, that's not good either. I agree. I'll use myself in the, as an example. 
if I'm in the same place a year from now, I'm not a happy camper. And I've learned years ago, take my vision, write it down, and then act on it. Don't just talk about it. I'm around a lot of folks that can talk well, but they can't produce. They can't show the results. Write it down, work the plan, work the plan. execute it, and come back and see how it turns out. Yep. If I win or lose, it's beside the point. I at least gave it a good shot. Man, this so. story this opens up so many other categories for us to, to scratch on, right? Yes. We only scratch on. But what resonates with me is vision, right? Mm -hmm. I always challenge our young men and our young ladies, you need to have a vision for your family. Yes, you do. Right? And and I spend a lot of time with your your kids. <laughs> Love your kids, like my kids. But, <laughs> but they always talking about your dad always had a vision for our lives. That's why we need to have a vision for our lives, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, you put that in them and you need to. As parents, you need to have a vision. You need to think beyond, in many cases, your reach, mm -hmm. right? Because then, or you're limiting yourself, mm -hmm. right? And what happened with this employee number three, he didn't have a vision. No. He had that segment of business, and he said, because I'm afraid yeah. to take a chance, yeah. right? I'm going to stay in the bowl. I'm mm -hmm. not going to be risky. I'll just give him back what he gave me. That's not acceptable. Unacceptable. That's not acceptable, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe when you're a kid and somebody give you a candy bar to hold it, they want that candy bar back. That's right. fine. But right. in business, that don't work. It doesn't. And actually, it's leading the family. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. As a member of a family. That's right. Husband, wife, what have you, you either partner, yeah. you have to grow. You want to grow. You're One growing. way or another. Absolutely. So that's the, the growth component added Absolutely. to the story. Yep, yep. So yeah, if you don't if you don't have a plan for growth for your family, for your life, we can tell you from life experience, you're gonna run into trouble. You you're gonna regress. If you're, you're exactly thank you. If you're not growing, mm -hmm. you're regressing. Yeah. And as a because the world is progressing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Inflation. Oh man. Life oh, inflation. Absolutely. Life yeah. inflation. And not just economics, but yeah. just life itself. Yeah. Right. So you have to keep up. And absolutely. you don't want your kids if you're the parent to be left behind. No, no. You know, I feel some kind of way if <laughs> if my kids couldn't go to private school and they needed to go to private right. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and as a, a parent, I moved from the top. Well, with, I may have been top of the food chain before I was a parent. Mm -hmm. But when I became a parent, bottom of the food chain. Right. As soon as I found my partner, I'm bottom of the right. food yeah. chain. Their priorities are Absolutely. more responsible. That's, Absolutely. That's going to have to be a podcast. Yeah, it yeah. will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so very we, important. What we're, all of this is relating to growth. Absolutely. Because we're, we're talking about those things that move you from one point to another. Oh, absolutely. And when you're in, in this place of service, you always should be at the bottom. Yeah. I, I'm accountable or I serve roughly half of our company's business. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten good feedback from employees that will say, you didn't. You saw me at the store, and you said we work together, right? Not, you know, right. yeah. And John, you're the chief John works for me. Officer. right? Right. John works, and and it's like that's that's neat that you say that. Well, I had to grow. I had to had to grow as an individual. Recognize that, you know, my position mm -hmm. comes with certain responsibilities. They don't serve me. It's the other way around. That's exactly right. That's you why the that. business is successful. That's exactly. Absolutely. The Absolutely. one feeding many. So, yeah. But I'll no. turn it back to you. No, no. This story, just to recap a little bit and, and talk about our third and final point, 
right? You want to point number one, invest in yourself. Very important, invest in yourself. Number two, take a risk. If you've invested in yourself, then it makes no sense to not use that investment, mm-hmm. right? Right, take a risk. The third point is fascinating. So the business owner came back from his travels. He gathered his three employees, right? He praised the first two employees for giving them 100% return on their investments, right, the numbers. He reprimanded the third employee. Okay, I get that. But the next thing that happened in the story kind of blew my mind, and it took me back a little bit to I really kind of had to reflect on this story. It said that the business owner, he said he took the one segment of business from the guy who did nothing, and he gave it to the guy who already had 10 segments of business, right? So the kind of the social political side of me, like felt a certain way about that. Sure, sure. Right, right? Yeah. The rich getting richer. Yeah. But when I thought about it, right, and that's our third point, the rich is getting richer. The reason why the rich is getting richer, because they're more prepared to handle the responsibility. Yes, they are. As long as you are capable of handling the responsibility, you will get more responsibility. So really the kind of the moral overall of this story is you want to position yourself to be able to handle more responsibility. You want to invest in yourself. You want to take educated and intelligent risks, Mm -hmm. right? And you want to be that person that everyone wants on the team, every person of power, influence wants to utilize, right? That people want to invest in you, right? That's how you grow. What happens is the employee number one who had 10 segments of business has kept getting the promotions, kept growing in the company, probably ended up in a C-suite position, similar to you. The guy who had the one segment of business that did nothing with it because he could only handle one segment of business ended up losing that, that one, you losing that guy, losing yeah. that one segment of business. And probably if we kind of read into a story, probably in this case, as I'm paraphrasing, he ended up losing his job. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Had nothing. Right. So it's very important that we invest in ourselves, take a risk, right? And try to position yourself for people to invest inside of you. So I'll add to that a little bit, Frank, that the the STP that I used earlier, Good. same three people. Good. Some of the common characteristics I find with those individuals is what's ahead of them is a bigger draw than what's holding them back. So Excellent. they are pulled toward what's in front of them, not what's behind Not limited them. by what's pulling on Exactly. That's good. So in the case of employee three, safety, hanging on, fear, employee, employee one, mm-hmm. never even thinks of that. That's why the rearview mirror is this big and the windshield exactly. is this big. Absolutely. You shouldn't be looking behind you. Anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if we can give the audience... Uh, some practical application, you should take some time to think about what your gifts are. All of you, you say this all the time, everyone has a gift. Absolutely. You should take time, put the phone down, good. take some time and think about what are my gifts? What am I good at? And if you struggle a little bit, what have I been acknowledged for? What do other people who I respect say about me? Good. And in there, as you keep digging, you're going to find your jewel. Mm-hmm. And so it true may north be, there. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We're headed to this is a piece of a true north puzzle. Mm-hmm. So you're going to find a bit of that nugget there. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to play off. As an example, if you were to come to my office, it's a little messy. But 
what you'll see is whiteboards mm -hmm. full of thoughts and ideas. Looking forward. Exactly. Because not I'm looking back. Absolutely. Looking out the, the windshield. Mm -hmm. I'm paid to try to see around corners. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate that my gift lands in more vision. Mm -hmm. I need people around me that execute. Mm -hmm. So if, if your gift is execution, organization, Good. planning, Excellent. find that, mm -hmm. grab it, and figure out how to use them and apply it in a situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, we, like we shared, if your organization, if you're working on a project, one of the first things you should think about is what does success look like? If we win on this project, it's probably on time and under budget, mm -hmm. most likely. Well, if you don't have your gift, find that and apply it Good. to a particular situation. Good. That's going to start to make you an STP. Absolutely. Absolutely. And after you've done that multiple times, you'll, you'll see that. And, and again, I don't want to pick on Whitney so much in one session, but you know it was coming. I didn't know Whitney. Whitney. Frank did. And he described her, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what she brought to the table, the drive that would get us started. We're investing in her. And she's, she's, and she's using her gifts yeah, yeah. to make us Absolutely. move up another Absolutely. level and Absolutely. ultimately like, make this podcast happen. It would have happened, but it would have been a, a lot, lot different than this. Yeah, and a lot of this. You know, and we realized we're not like the, we needed the major league. Absolutely. Podcast, but it doesn't matter. Right. What we're teaching is is of value, and we know that. Absolutely. That's, that, that's so true. And so what happens is, as you talk about, once you identify your gift, you learn to invest in your gift. That investment, in some cases, will take time, right? Mm -hmm. I was in my 50s when I went back to get my MBA, right? Mm -hmm. I already had three degrees at that point, a doctorate, but I felt I needed an MBA, and I and but at, at, in my fifth, it's like, man, do I really want to do this? Do I have the time? Because I was very busy, mm -hmm. right? So what I did is I worked on a time budget. I identified the time that I had available. It's fascinating. If you guys, if anybody that's listening to us now is thinking about investing in themselves, you need to. I guarantee you, you have time. There's a, a lot of so when I needed an extra twenty to thirty hours a week for grad school, right? And so that means that I couldn't play uh, as much golf or any as I love to. I couldn't hang out on social media. I couldn't spend as much on watching TV. There's about three or four things. But once I cut those things out, which are really not adding a lot to me, is in the entertainment mode, yes, yes. right? I found my 20 to 30 hours, mm -hmm. invested in myself for 12, 18 months, and was able to pick up a degree. So what we have to do, that budget, right, and – it's going to be very important, Mark. What do you think? That might should even be a homework assignment. I would agree. I think the time budget is a homework assignment. So we'll share that with the audience. Take the time to lay out and keep track of good. your time. That's good. And be honest with yourself. Yes. How much time is it on the phone? Good. And I, I see that. I Multiple see, activities yeah, on the phone. I mm -hmm. see families that sit down for dinner and bang. And it's like, how are you really connecting and growing as a family on the phone. if you're on the phone? Mm -hmm. You're not even looking at the, the other person. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. see people on dates. <laughs> you know, it's all at dinner. At dinner. At on dinner. the phone. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and 
uh, fill in here, Frank, the time budget, I write down yep. where you're spending your time over the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's all it takes. And Just then be look at it. And look at be it. honest with yourself. And if you're honest with yourself, over a couple of weeks, you know, one week might be unusual. Look at two or three weeks and, and then see what is tip, my typical average week look like. And then identify things that you can take away so you can invest time in yourself to grow yourself. We're talking about growth today, right? Mm -hmm. So if you really want to grow, to be that person that all power, people with power and influence want to invest in, mm -hmm. you need to invest in yourself first, right? So if you do that, that would be a very beneficial homework assignment for you, right? Absolutely. And I'll put a 1B on the homework Good. assignment. Take some of that time and think. Good. Think. Good. Think about your gifts. Think about your vision. Mm -hmm. Think about Good. where it is you expect to be mm -hmm. in whatever time period oh, yeah. of time. Three, five, ten make. years. Three. Absolutely. If you want to own a home, as an example, you sitting with Mark Davis, what you would hear is, I'm going to own a home. Mm -hmm. Then I'll say, what does it take for me to get there? So from there, that means I would qualify for a mortgage, good, good. which means I would have saved the down payments, mm -hmm. which means I would have had to have some level of credit. Absolutely. And then I think about all those things that it takes to get me to where I want. Start at the end in mind. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So good. with your time budget mm -hmm. and the way I think, mm -hmm. you, I would have written those things down mm -hmm. and I got to work. Absolutely. And I'd have kept measuring my progress, you know, up, down, up, down, doesn't sure. matter. Sure. But I'm moving from here to an intended outcome. Absolutely. So when I own a home, you're there. I'm not surprised. Yeah, absolutely. I knew I would own a home here because mm -hmm. I thought like I was here. There's a lot there. I take my mind and I place it to where I want to work be, backwards. And then I work backward mm -hmm. to develop that plan. Mm -hmm. Then I work forward to get to the goal. Excellent. 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 So I know what results look like. Awesome. So two things as a takeaway. Good. The time budget. Yep. And then within that time budget, take time to think, think about where you want to be. Where you want to be, mm -hmm. what your gift is. Good. Sift through like we talked about. What am I good at? What do people say about me? Good. Well, come easy. And write whatever you do, mm -hmm. write it all down. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The time budget, the gifts, the goals, write them down. Mm -hmm. And I think if you do those things, you're going to find that you move forward mm -hmm. and you grow. Let me say this. I know we're going to wrap up. So, you know, in the environment we're in today, absolutely, I don't want to discount that there are some social, economical, racial equity issues out there, right, that can hold a minority back, possibly not the majority, right? Yeah. yeah. But this story says... What holds you back is your ability not investing in yourself, mm -hmm. right? Your ability to not take a risk and a chance on yourself, right? And not position yourself where people want to invest in you, right? Mm -hmm. If you do those three things, right, then you will be position yourself to be considered part of the rich that's getting richer. Whatever rich means, mm -hmm. right? There's different levels. But whatever prosperity means for you, prosperity is growth right so that's what we have to do right so we want to do that that's going to be very important right? so this is all about growth we want to kind of share this story with you right to kind of show you what we've learned some cases there's things outside of your control i would say in many 
possibly in most cases, they're in your control. Yeah, exactly right. And if I can put an hand on that, at some point, you don't necessarily look for those in power. You're the one in power. Ultimately. See, it, it, what is it? I think it's Jay-Z says, I'm a business man. <laughs> Not I'm a businessman. He's a business. business. He's a business. That's and, I, and I think based on our window of life. That's right. That's right. And it our experience, happen. it can happen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, at some point, I can sell what gifts that I put together and, and I've been fortunate to develop. Mm -hmm. I can sell that on my own. Good. That's and when we talk about finances, one of these days, mm -hmm. I've created my own employee. Yeah, you have. That's right. That's right. So I've got some something that works for me. Yeah, absolutely. We want to share all that. Yeah, sure. we will. Yeah. So we really appreciate the time, guys. Sure we want do. to talk about today about growth. We put a lot of in that, around that, but we really just, if you want to focus on growth, you got to start by investing in yourself, right? Yes, you and, do. And believe in yourself and take a risk, right? Step out. Be that person that everyone wants to invest in. If you do that, then, you know, you will be considered, you will grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a, a formula that has to work. Right. As part of your time, your time budget, mm -hmm. you're taking time to think mm -hmm. about your goals and who you are as a person mm -hmm. and your gifts. Absolutely. Think about those things and remember this you can't grow and stay. Mm -hmm. And when I say stay, I mean stay. Mm -hmm. I mean physically. I mean, you can't stay. Mm -hmm. And and if I could throw one little homework assignment in there, it is fill in the blank. I decided dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. Fill that in. Mm -hmm. See what you come up with. Good, good. Looking forward where you want to be. Wherever, whatever I decided, mm -hmm. dot, dot, dot. What are those dots? Mm -hmm. Good. And then work backwards. You, Yes. You sure hope you can, because mm -hmm. uh, you'll have a vision. Mm -hmm. I, you had to say, I, I've decided to get my doctor. Correct. I've decided at fifty to get my MBA. MBA. Mm -hmm. You had a decision to make, and you made it. Mm -hmm. Good. Then you looked at where you were going to be, mm -hmm. and looked at the way to get there. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Separate. Excellent. Excellent. Right. Outstanding. Well, yeah. thank you guys. Thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you down the road. Absolutely.